over the next couple weeks on Bingers Assemble, we're going to be reposting our X-Men content. The Fox X-Men verse we started way back last year has now, uh, finally, we're going to get the actual New Mutants this month. So we're going to repost them in order so they're here in the feed if anybody wants to catch up. Enjoy! This time on Bingers Assemble, Bingers Matthew Carroll and Jeff Randall team up to take on Deadpool 2 in the run-up to the New Mutants. All that right after this ad we have no control over. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Welcome to Bender's Assemble, the podcast where we rewatch movies so you don't have to. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. What's up, Jeff? We're not here to talk about what's up, man. We're here to talk about what's up with Deadpool 2. Oh, that's right. Bingers Assemble. We don't we don't chat. We get down to business. Let's do it. Let's talk about Deadpool 2. And I think you had you take the shot. The shot is the portion of the show where one of our hosts is given uh, 120 seconds, two minutes, to try to uh, run down the movie. So, you ready for that? I think I'm ready. Oh, I doubt it. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> There's so much that happened. Oh, my God. Two minutes on the clock. Here we go. Ready and uh, go. This movie starts with Deadpool blowing himself up, uh, much like the uh, the last movie where we had uh, inner, uh, sorry, um, interspersed time travel bits out of time parts. Uh, we had the jump to the past to catch up. Uh, effectively, Deadpool has lost his girl and is trying to kill himself. Uh, and when he uh, is trying to kill himself the first time, he blows himself up. Uh, then he, let's see, he gets taken to the X-Mansion, uh, where Colossus is trying to rehabilitate, rehabilitate him. He becomes an X-Men trainee for a bit, where he meets the, uh, the, the main thrust of the movie in Russell Firefist, who uh, is a... Uh, killer in the future that causes Cable to jump back in time to try to kill the kid, uh, and Deadpool ends up having to save the kid, uh, or finding that he should be saving the kid, because they both, he and the kid both go to prison because of Deadpool's killing one of the, God, one of the, the orderlies, one of the caretakers at uh, the Essex home for mutant rehabilitation, where Russell was going off. Uh, Russell wants to kill the headmaster, which should eventually uh, start his spree of killing. Deadpool wants to stop him. He uh, gathers a team after breaking out of prison uh, with Cable, taking Cable with him while Cable is... God, this is such a crazy movie. <laughs> while Cable is assaulting the prison, Deadpool joins or Deadpool forms a team. The team all dies except for Domino. Uh, and then they join forces with Cable to stop Juggernaut... And Firefist, uh, Juggernaut being Firefist's new friend, 
Then Colossus and the other X-Men show up. They all converge at Essex House, where Firefist is in the process of trying to kill the Headmaster. But he has a change of heart once Deadpool sacrifices himself for the kid. And movie. Nice. That was, that, was, that, was a, that was a good shot. That was a good shot, especially for, like you said, a pretty complicated movie. Now, I get to take the chaser, which is our 60 seconds, where I get to try to say things that you forgot in your shot. So, 60 seconds on the clock, and go. I guess the main thing you left out was kind of Deadpool's motivation. It's not only throughout the movie to be, uh, to get there is no getting Vanessa back as far as he understands it at that point, but he is trying to be get, he's trying to die so he can be with her. Uh, and, uh, throughout the, and, and she, and when he, he keeps dying and he can't get through this perm, this membrane that is keeping them apart. And he thinks basically if he dies, she says, you have to get your heart in the right place. And he thinks that means basically becoming a good person. So this is the, for the first time, Deadpool has this, it's a selfish motivation, but it's a motivation to be a good man. And he tries to be a good man so he can go to heaven to be with Vanessa, basically. Um, and then finally that works, but she still sends him back and then, uh, which I think all of that is a is a sort of representation of his obsession with death in the comics or whatever. Um, and then, finally, he does time travel at the end and saves her anyway. That's the other big thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we did forget that he undoes the entire movie. Yes. He undoes the entire movie by going back in time and doing the cheese spreader. And that was my 60 seconds. All right. And now... Let's get into this next section where we talk about the characters of the movie. This section is called Mixers. Who's mixing it up? Who's mixing it up? I mean, Deadpool, obviously. He's the star. The movie's actually named after him. Um, That's true. That's the second one. But I, I feel like also the, the biggest thing to say about this movie that we didn't include in either, either the shot or the chaser is that this movie is just a great movie. It's It's... Wonderful comedy, wonderful action. Uh, everything I want uh, from a movie is in this movie. It really is a wonderful, wonderful piece. Um, but let's get to the characters. Deadpool. Okay. We talked a lot about Deadpool in the in the in the shot in the chaser. He is a uh, the Merc broken with the mouth. Man. He's a broken man at the beginning of this. Uh, the very beginning, we see him. He's already trying to kill himself. Um, and man, I freaking love. <laughs> he starts the movie by. Uh, competing with Logan, which we have also covered on Bingers here. <laughs> yep. He says, uh, F Wolverine, because Wolverine... Um, Wolverine had to one-up everybody. Yeah. And, or he, you know... He, he rode his coattails to... Yeah, he to, rode his coattails with the R rating. With the R rating, and then he had to die. And then he had to one-up and die. Yeah. So and did good. you see, you? he had the um, the little ballerina thing? Yes. That was, it's like a little ballerina was, music box of music Wolverine's box, Wolverine final death scene. So good. And he started it by hitting the, the stick that was through his chest. Yeah. it's This movie uh, is so jam-packed. Like, everything that, every moment, they don't waste a moment on screen. Every moment is full of something funny or action-packed or heartfelt and it just balances those things. And we talked about it in Deadpool 1. This this movie does the same balancing act of having three very different types of movies. There's a movie where he's trying to get back to Vanessa and you really care about that plot line, but he's also just constantly making jokes. Just the 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 movie is so packed with jokes that you just can't even uh 
you can't even follow it almost. You, you, it takes multiple viewings just to even get all the jokes, and I, I freaking love it. And luckily, the movie is good enough to watch multiple times. Absolutely. I'm glad that I own this movie now, and I will probably watch it fairly regularly, because it's just, it's just <laughs> great. It's just wonderful. Yep. Deadpool as a character uh, doesn't really doesn't really change like the things that he learns doesn't really affect him as a character it doesn't change what he does um other than like it changes which direction he's headed as far as like um what's the word like it doesn't change his his ultimate character but right. it just kind of changes like where he's going in his life he's hmm. still the same person the entire time though yeah i think that that's an interesting question does he really have an arc internally and he definitely goes through things and he loses losing Vanessa is a big deal um I do think that there is a part of him that is not it's it's you know the first movie is very much about Vanessa and this movie as well his whole motivation for being a better man is to be with Vanessa and in the end he still wants to be with Vanessa more than he wants to go back and be with this new family um so yeah, yeah, it's a it's, it's it's an interesting point. Does he really have a internal arc? And I don't want him to change. He's the character that he is for a reason, you know. Like he's 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 wonderful, and I don't really want. I like that he. I love that he murders that orderly in 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 the in the fight with Colossus. And he he says that he's got secret sex lips. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh my god, this character. Him, this character is so Kushner. irreverent. It's hilarious. Yes. Yeah, it's it really is. Really is. Um so, uh the, the getting getting through the characters. We we, we spent a lot of time yep. on Deadpool. Cable is a time traveling future soldier whose family just passed away if by fire fist's hands and he is coming to kill the kid this is basically the classic would you go back and kill baby hitler storyline uh but it's a 14 year old uh 14 year old guy who is going to kill his family and he is just willing to kill this teenager and uh deadpool who I don't know. Deadpool has a has a has a certain affection for abused children. Um, I think him and Vanessa both had really hard childhoods. That's a whole theme in the first uh, movie. So he is trying to save Russell, um, but also he thinks he needs to save Russell so that he can be with Vanessa. Um, yeah, it's 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 really uh, it's really an interesting. Deadpool clearly has a soft heart, even though he is selfish and irreverent. And he even says it in this movie, he sometimes you have to make the decisions that like do the right. You have to do the right thing, not just like oh, <laughs> what's the, what's the what's the line? No, he's like when he's talking about four or five moments. He's like that's what it takes to be a hero. Four or five moments of doing the things that nobody else will do. <laughs> ah, that's right. Yep. Domino's uh, amazing. She has she's a, a luck based character. Uh, she just has better luck than anyone else. I love their whole conversation about how it's not a power. And she's like, yes, it is not a power. Yes, it is. Um, and it's not very cinematic. And he says it's not very cinematic as like cars are flipping over her head and she's just calmly uh, letting it happen behind her. It's, it's a really, yep. really great. Um, the whole thing, the whole thing with Domino is wonderful. Uh, yep. Wonderfully played um, by Zazie Beats. Is that right? That's yeah. Like that actress's Zazie name. Beats. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, we have Vanessa, who we don't get much from in this movie because she yeah. is dead. 
And the stuff we get, we don't know if it's real or if it's a hallucination. I'm guessing it's supposed to be actually some sort of afterlife that we're seeing. Yeah, it's like he's going up to the to the the threshold and mm-hmm. just can't can't quite make it through because he heals everything. Yeah, but she's a continuation from the last movie where she's a wonderful character and you really want them to be together just the whole time. You really, really desire them to be together. Um, Weasel, Weasel's back as uh, the bartender. He's, uh, he's great. Uh, still <laughs> selfish, still not willing to go the extra mile for his friends, but he, he, yep. ca- he wants them to win, but he's not really willing to sacrifice for it in any way. Uh, he, he tortured me. He, he beat me within an inch of my life. <laughs> but I, I only told him everything he wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Really great. I love that. Colossus is great, and Colossus decides to fight dirty in this movie. It's like he's learning from Deadpool a little bit, you know? Just a, just a little bit. Yeah. They're, it's like they're bit. teaching each other. Yeah. And in this, like, Colossus seems to, like, join the family. At the end of the movie, Negasonic and Yukio walk off, and it's like he's staying in X-Force. And it really does seem like they've built this interesting little X-Force team uh, by the end, even though in the middle they have this, like, sort of fake out that you have this X-Force, but really this is... Man. Uh, this is like a version of X-Force that I, I, I'm i down with. I was so excited for Terry Crews to be in the movie. I know. Um, it's like five minutes and he's gone. I know. Uh, yeah. What about uh, Brad? Wasn't it Brad Pitt? As, uh, Brad Pitt was the Vanisher. Yeah. Brad Pitt is the Vanisher. So he's just invisible the whole movie. And he then was he- literally only there for... Half a second. A frame or two. Yeah. Yeah. He just shows up for a frame or two when he gets shocked. It's so great. Um, and then we have... Uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead, uh, she's, again, just a teenager who is uh, causing trouble. Uh, I mean, I love well, she's not really causing trouble. She's no. just being uh, uh, an edgy teen. Yeah, she's great. I, I love her. I love her, how she likes Deadpool and under, kind of understands him uh from just just like a teenager would she's that like she's the hot topic teen that likes Deadpool like in the real world like she's great. <laughs> yep. He's wonderful. Yep. Um, and then we have the uh, the instrument of death of Dopinder. Yes, Dopinder <laughs> as the instrument of death. He, he Weirdly, he has an arc in this movie, uh, just like yeah, he did he in the does. first one. Everybody really gets an arc. This movie does not waste time. It's really, really great. Um, we get Blind Al uh, and Yukio. They don't hi, Yukio. have much to do. Yukio says hi a lot, and it's yep. one of the funniest parts of the movie. Um, man, we, we were just getting to Russell in the list here and Russell or fire fist as he's known, uh, which Deadpool can't stop laughing at. Uh, it's a bad name. Yeah. It's a real bad name is, um, the, he's the MacGuffin as it were. He's the, he's the one that needs to be convinced to join the side of, uh, of, of right and not kill Cable's family however many years in the future so he he really get he actually gets a lot of movement in his character um he he joins juggernaut at one point he just wants he just wants someone to take care of him he just wants a family and he's never had it he wants a crew yeah and juggernaut is the last character here uh we he is uh he's the juggernaut bitch you know (laughs) that's that's what he is he's he, he really is the juggernaut you know and you know, uh, after watching it this the this time, I, I recognized that uh, the voice of the Juggernaut 
was really, really close to the voice of the Juggernaut in um, in the '90s cartoon. Oh yeah, for sure. Like super close. I'm not sure if it was the. I'm not convinced that it was not the same actor. Oh, well, I'm sure that's. I'm sure that's find outable. With the, no. in, with the with the internet, <laughs> we have but no way to no way to tell. I feel like that that would be a thing they would do with this this particular crew with this movie. Probably. All right. Well. Those are our characters. Let's get into what we call open bar. This is the segment where we uh, cover what has gone on in the movie that we haven't talked about yet. Just kind of whatever we want, as as is, uh, as, is as the way. title of the segment seems to say, open bar. It's <laughs> open, everybody. So the voice of Juggernaut in this one was actually Ryan Reynolds. Oh, that's great. That is wonderful. Yeah. And I could not tell at all. Yeah. Yeah, that's they, awesome. They put him through some editing to get him to Kane Marco. So that's super rad. I'm very pleased with that. <laughs> yeah, and I awesome. like that. I like that they made like visually uh, the VFX team. I, I love that they made Juggernaut freaking huge. Yes, like he is a big dude, a huge imposing force. Like they did it. They went for it, and mm. it works. It works. Yeah. Oh my god, it works. It absolutely works. It really does. Like I, this is the best version of Juggernaut we've seen for sure. I mean, we've only seen the one, but and I love, I love when they just call it out. It's so forgiving of the fact that they have a big CGI fight because he calls it out and says, "All right, time for a big CGI fight." And so they don't even. It's not the best CGI I've ever seen. It's kind of shitty in places, but it doesn't matter because they call it out and they really make it. uh, They really make it wonderful. Yeah, I mean when they when they go super meta about it, it like it completely forgives the fact that you know there was some lazy writing or that there was you know a CGI fight that you know is a CGI fight. Um, when when they get to the the Essex House for Mutant Reformation, which Essex House, come on, um, when they get there, Domino is just like, oh, I know why I'm here now. Like, they're being super meta about the conversation. She's mm-hmm. like, this is where I grew up. You know, I was tortured here. And in any other movie, any other movie, it would be like, oh, it's this place. Yeah, no, I'm in. I'm going to be on his side. We got to take out this headmaster. Yeah. And then there's going to be some, like, big conflict. And like, no, no, she's just like, huh, huh neat. This, yeah. is my, uh, this is my cosmic reason for being here. I, I, I love her character. And I don't even think... See, you'd say it's meta, and yes, it is. And and for Deadpool, it clearly can be meta. But she also just knows that she has this luck power, and so she knows wherever she goes, there's a reason. And so she's like, oh, there's a reason I'm here. And she's just so sure of herself because she has this luck power. And I love the sort of, like, implications that has for her character. Um, if this was a more serious movie, I could totally see exploring the idea that, like, she's lucky, but those around her aren't. You know what I mean? And they, Ooh, they like do. She they takes do, their luck. Well, no, 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 no. I just mean like they, so like she can do very reckless things. Like when she lets go of the wheel of that truck, she's like, she says, lady luck, take the wheel. And she lets go. That truck starts barreling through cars while she goes back to fight juggernaut or no, to fight a cable. Um, But she doesn't care that other people are going to die because she's not going to die. It's kind of sociopathic, honestly. A little bit. (laughs) And uh, and it's, it's, it's sort of great. But that, I think that's a that's a that's an effect the luck power would have on you. Now, now 
Deadpool is a perfect friend for her because she also she can talk meta about her what's going to happen. She has this sort of vision of the future, just knows it's all going to come up. Uh, it's all going to come up domino, you know. Deadpool's the perfect friend for her because she can be as lucky as possible and take all the luck and right. and all the bullets fly around her and into him and he's still going to be fine. Right. And I, and again, I don't think that it's even necessarily that she takes the luck from the other people. It's just that she can uh, she makes decisions because of her luck her whole life and she knows it's going to be okay. She makes destructive decisions that are destructive to those around her and possibly yep. even destructive to her, but she just knows she's going to be fine and she's not worried about other people. So it like really does create the sort of sociopathic tendencies for Domino. And I, I want to, I would love that explored in a Domino movie. Like I want, <sighs> we need a Domino spinoff movie. Absolutely. Or at least, you know, uh, a future x-force movie that focuses uh on her power and what it means for her really 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 love domino she's probably one of my favorite parts of the movie the only thing i didn't like about this movie is i feel like i wrote a better ending like in your head (laughs) yes and i know this we're not we're not on your uh upcoming script doctor style uh podcast that you're working on (laughs) but let me just say that it would have been way more effective to me when Deadpool jumps in front of the bullet and gets shot, mm-hmm. and he falls to the ground uh, dead, and, and, and then uh, Cable's bear changes colors because he saved his family, it would right. have been way more effective to me if he had decided to use his last uh, time travel to go back and save Vanessa instead of uh, saving Deadpool. I, I get why he didn't, because it, like, or, 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 or I don't know, tell him, like, can we take the collar off? Like, it felt weird because he goes back and saves Deadpool, but Deadpool could have been saved in that moment by ripping the collar off without actually having uh, to use up the last time travel charge, you know? Yeah. And in the end, they they fix it anyway by, like, Deadpool was choosing to die. He did not have to die. They could have removed that collar, and they do. Uh it was it was it was just kind of a weird like it was it was like taking Deadpool's agency away by letting him go back in time and fix Deadpool even though Deadpool's asking not to be fixed you know and it, 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 he could have just taken the collar off if he was going to do that you know yeah well Deadpool wants to die um, so taking the collar off would completely heal him from anything. Like even, yeah. even just putting the the coin in there into his um, into his suit and stopping the bullet, like that's still not going to save him. Deadpool still gets to do the thing. Like he, Deadpool gets to save the kid and then die of cancer, which may be worse. Right. Um, yeah. It doesn't but, really make a lot of sense to yeah. me. The, 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 it, it, it's, it's taking the decision out of the hands of Deadpool after, after they just said they're not going to do that. Like, it's, it's kind of a weird uh, plot gimmick uh, yeah. that I would have rather, like, I could have seen him say, like, you just saved my family. Now I'm going to go back and save your family. Like, that's what I mm. wanted to see. But it well, would have undone the entire movie, so I understand why they can't exactly do that. But he could have gone back and done something similar where he, like, fakes Vanessa's death or something like that. You know, goes back and tricks Deadpool. Uh, goes back and sets up, like, Doc Brown style, gives her a, a vest or something, and then tells her to pretend to die or something like that, you know? They could have done something. Uh, could Cable could have done something interesting to save her his his family instead of... Uh, go, just saving him, which is not what he wanted. Well, 
the uh, the the switch up or now the reason for him not going back to see Vanessa in in my head canon is that he did say that the farther back he goes, the less control he has over it. Sure. So that's you know that's a much farther jump than just going back a few minutes to uh, to tuck that coin into into Deadpool. That's true, but it's not nearly as far as he just went back, which was years and years and years. Like yeah, he given this little short time, he could have gone back to 4 weeks before that and given himself time to set up a fake death for Vanessa that would still propel Deadpool on the same path or whatever, you know. Well, he Anyway, if he went back that far, he would have to find Deadpool, figure out who Vanessa is, and then um, set up the 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 fake death. Yeah, fake. Uh, I totally agree. I totally agree. He would have to do that. It's not reasonable. Um, Yeah, I I I think it is just as reasonable as other things that happen in this movie. (laughs) Is all I'm saying. Like it's definitely he he could have grabbed Domino and taken her with him, so they had the luck on their side. Like that, because yeah. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. That's just my one complaint: is that that piece of the script, from a character perspective, kind of like takes away Deadpool's agency and doesn't really do a great service for Deadpool. And it seems like Cable isn't making great decision there. But that, that, and it, I just hate that. That's like the big final moment because that is that is my one. And I guess that I should have just saved that for my low point. I don't know why I didn't. That's your low point. I forgot how the show works. I forgot how the show works. Um, let's. <laughs> You you built this format. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, my low point will be quick. <laughs> what's what's your high point? You got a high point? High point. Top um, shelf. Your top shelf moment. Top shelf moment. When three characters make a joke at Cable's expense and one tries to make a joke... Uh, but ultimately just talks about another film. Yes. Just tell, like, tell about the part. Cause it's, I, I know what you're talking about, but like it's <laughs> other people haven't watched this. The whole point is other people have not watched this recently. So no, they need to, they need to go and watch it. Agreed. Right but we rewatch okay, so, movies so they don't have to. So tell them the jokes. <laughs> so when, uh, when cable shows up, you know, it's the whole scene where cable shows up with kind of his hat in his hands. Like, he knows I, you know, I can't take on Juggernaut. I can't stop this guy. Uh, I need your help, you idiot. Like we have to go and and do this thing. And he, you know, he kind of lays it all out. He explains his the reason he's there um, and what he's trying to do. And then they have their uh, their bar not bartering their um, negotiation session. Um, but the the thing that sets the joke in motion is he says, I'm here to proposition you. And right. at, like all of them are just like everybody at the same time who gets to say the joke first. Yeah. And two really of them great. say the same joke. And Deadpool says his own joke. And then Depender is like, the proposition was a brilliant film. Pierce Brosnan's best work. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I just, that's so so great you get to see all of their different characters like what each of them is focused on as far as joke making like it's just it's so good and you see that 
it establishes Domino as being, you know, just as quippy and bantery as the rest of them. Like, she fits. Yeah, well, and literally has the same joke as Weasel. And it yep. sort of shows that, like, she can operate on that same level and be a sounding board for Deadpool to make the sound, the kind of jokes that we all love when Deadpool and Weasel interact. It's really, really great. Exactly. What is my high point? What is my top shelf moment? I did not think this ahead of time. And, uh, <laughs> man, it is... It's it's a movie full of high points. You know what my high point is? When the movie made me cry to Celine Dion. When he blows up and it goes in... The opening scroll. Yeah, it's it's, uh, my favorite moments are always the opening scroll. I think that's what we're learning uh, of of these X-Men movies. Like, it's almost always the opening (laughs) scroll. I, I liked so much of this movie. But, like, when I am weeping and laughing at that opening James Bond esque uh you know opening sequence and when you have this cr- just insanely funny that they got her to do it like they got a Celine Dion song it just feels like they are del- directly referencing Titanic uh yep. have you have you seen the music video for this by the way I have it's so I funny have. it's so funny it's a it's, it's a Celine Dion song uh with a Deadpool dancer in high heels dancing to the Celine Dion song it's just it's just wonderful. The whole thing. It just it knows what it is. It's super meta and it balances these three types of movies. Like in any other movie, I feel like when you have such a fourth wall breaking character, it's really hard to care about the stakes of the thing because it's ta- it's literally taking you out of it. Like that's the thing you never want to do in a movie. You never want to take the pe- take the audience out of the movie, but that's literally what you do in this movie very intentionally but they still somehow are able to make us care a lot about Vanessa and Russell and Deadpool and Cable's family. Like I care about all these characters. Um, and yeah, I really want that headmaster to die. Does he die in the end? He doesn't. Does he get away? He does. Depender. Runs oh, that's him right. With that's the car. right. Oh gosh. I was like, wait, I, I rem- I'm trying to remember what happens. Okay. Yes. Dopinder <laughs> runs over the headmaster with the car. Um, anyway, Really wonderful movie. I can't say I want, I speak highly enough. Lots of high points in this movie. I've got a runner-up high point. Um, it's when uh, Deadpool and Cable are fighting in the in the prison. He says, you're so dark. You sure you're not from the DC universe? Yeah, that was wonderful. I also love when he calls him Thanos. Yes. There's a lot of great MCU references um, throughout. I love when he says, who's this guy with the Winter Soldier arm? Yep. Which, God, just over and over again. Really great, but also, like, if this is in the Marvel universe or like a version of the Marvel universe, which it is, he might actually have met winter soldier. Like that works from a meta perspective, but it also works in the movie. Uh, Cause there is a possibility that in this Marvel universe that winter soldiers running around, he's may have fought him before or whatever. I love it. I just love it so yeah, much. I don't have a low point. You don't have a low point. No low point. <laughs> I mean, you said your low point of the movie. I do have my my low point is Cable taking the agency away from Deadpool. I should have saved that for low point. I don't know why I didn't. Because I didn't think ahead. I didn't think it's ahead. It's okay. Uh, my low point... Hmm. Yeah, I, I would say it's the... the. It kind of felt like lazy CGI with Juggernaut at the end. Uh, you know, Juggernaut worked being yeah. so big. But there were several parts in that final fight where it was just like, did they... 
is this fully rendered? Like, did they finish this? Yeah, it, it does feel that way. But the genius of that scene is they know that. They know they're going to have this big, they don't have the budget to make this perfect. And they call it out in the meta commentary. And it's just wonderful. I yep. yeah, It didn't bother me. And I totally get why you'd feel that way if you want a big fight between those two characters. But I feel like we get everything we want there. And we get the characters interacting, which is what I care about. And then they call it out. But yeah, I hear you. I, I, I think you're, you're absolutely dead on that. That is the worst moment effects moment of the movie. It, but it's almost, I can almost see them working on that scene and be like, this is not going to look good. Well, let's let Deadpool say that. <laughs> like, hey, could we get Ryan Reynolds like back in the studio just to record like a line about how bad this is going to look so that, you know, we just, we have a schedule to keep. Can we, can yeah. we get that? We don't have time or money to spend making this look good. Let's, uh, let's just make it funny. Make it funny that it doesn't look good. <sighs> just so wonderful. <laughs> and the art director's just like, yeah, yeah, I know that's perfect. We get to do less work. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, okay, and our last thing we do is Last Call, which is where we uh, talk about what we want to see from this movie going forward, or this series going forward. Um, and all I have to say is I want more of this series. I don't know right. how they're going to do it. Just um, want it to go forward. I, I, I'm scared because now that Disney has um, t- taken this property, I, I, I don't know that they're going to let it be what it is. Um, I, I don't think so. I think that they're going to, like, I, I think they see the value in what's, what's already there. And they're just going to, they're going to let it continue to be completely irreverent. Yeah. Uh, because Deadpool wouldn't be, it wouldn't be Deadpool if he were tiptoeing around stuff. I hope you're right. I really, really hope you're right. I just, I, I'm worried about it. I'm, I'm worried about it. Um, but yeah. All right. Well, uh, what about you? Any any things for last call? Anything you want to see going forward from this movie? Different um, or the same? I would like to see him interacting uh, with other X people. You know, I mean, they yeah. did mention it in this one. Like, you would think the studio would throw us a bone here, <laughs> and then <laughs> they had the sorry, they had the McAvoy team. Yes. <laughs> that were like behind. He just closes the door. <laughs> the McAvoy X Men are. Are, are in, oh, in, a, in a single shot of this movie. Yeah, I, lo- I loved that. I loved so that. Good. And I want to see Deadpool interacting with these super serious characters in in the X-Mansion. Yeah. And, you know, I, I love that. I want more of it. It's really strange because it, it, it's hard to imagine him being in a movie where he doesn't, him taking the piss out of all the other characters wouldn't harm the vision of the, of the movie or harm the other characters' storylines in some way. But it's so effective here that I care so much about all these characters that I don't know why it has to be that way, but it does feel like this is just a very specific tone that would be hard to replicate in a, in a full X-Men movie. Like it would, yeah. I feel like he would have to be like the Quicksilver of those movies where he would just only be in a few scenes. You only really hear from him here and there. Well, I'm I'm not saying that I want him to be in an X movie. I want more X Men to be in his movies. Oh yeah, I, I, yeah for sure. Because of Colossus in these movies, you're now a Colossus fan. So I want those guys. Yeah, 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 for sure. He needs to be uh, more integrated into 
this and he and Ryan Riddle needs to be Deadpool forever and they need to make like six more of these and they all need to <laughs> tie throughout the MCU like I just want this and I want it tied to the MCU if we don't get that if we just get another standalone Deadpool 4 or Deadpool 3 uh, I'd be okay with that if they just continued the like you like you're saying you want the X-Men they could continue the Fox verse for me and keep doing like having those X-Men show up, you know, and I'd be okay with that. I think these movies are too good to just stop. I don't think they're going to want to do that. Oh, Oh yeah. There's a thing in comics though, that, um, where Deadpool is like obsessed with Thor. Like he's just in love with enamored by, uh, (laughs) by Thor. So, uh, (laughs) having MCU Thor show up and kind of, kind of be acting like Colossus, in these movies to where he's just like super serious and like, you know, we have to take you in, you're doing bad stuff or, you know, you can't do this Deadpool, but Deadpool's just like so in love with the guy that's trying to take him in. That would be so funny. That does sound pretty great. I like that a lot. I really want Deadpool to get into the MCU. I I just hope they can make it work. I'm even okay if they bleep him, you know, like if they have to bleep him, but I, I, he just does things that are like so crazy that I don't know that they can be in the movie at all, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I get why you don't want Deadpool in your Avengers. Because, yeah, no. They can the, borrow Thor. Sure, 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 sure. I, was... I guess that's a way to fix it, is just don't include him in the big team-ups and just yeah. have him in his own movies interact with all the other characters. That way you don't have to show a kid Deadpool, you know? You can just skip that movie. Um, it could be, you know, we've talked for years about how they could make a comedy version of the Avengers where they don't have to have the big set piece fights. They could just have them interacting and we would watch that. Like we want to, we want to know about these characters interactions apart from the big, uh, team up fights. Yeah, and like the uh, office. that could be what they do with the Deadpool, uh, movies where he's like, he's getting to see the characters at other moments that aren't the big team up moments. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we, we uh, he has and he also has a time travel bracelet now. Like he could go back, and he could cause the MCU. Like that could be a really fun way to use Deadpool. Oh, he God. he goes back and makes some change that like delays the X gene or something, and like suddenly he's caused the MCU to happen. Mm. And 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 you know in this movie he keeps calling himself God. He could like actually be the God of the MCU, like having having caused that MCU. You're selected by a higher power. Yeah. Well, and I'm not saying you'd ever have to acknowledge it in any other movie. It'd just be like a thing he knows, and it could. I I'm on I'm on board for all that. Um. All right. That would be funny. Well, that's Avengers Assemble, guys. Uh, we'll that's that's all of our X Men coverage for a while. Is it uh, until oh, until New Mutants? So so we needed to go back and watch the cartoon and talk about that. Mm, maybe not. Uh, I, I mean, I'd love to talk about the cartoon, but I, I don't know about watching all of it right now. There's so many things to watch, Jeff. There's so many things to watch. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to do some more X-Men stuff very, very soon. Um, all right, guys. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back soon. Peace. Binger's Assemble is a part of the Stranded Panda Network. To connect with us, search your favorite social media platform for Bingers Assemble or go to strandedpanda.com slash bingers. While there, you can find more from your host today and the rest of the Stranded Panda Network. What if you could have a career? 
where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.